Hey guys, welcome back to another Trucking Made Successful podcast where we talk about the freight market, the trucking industry, this mess we find ourselves in, and we try to figure out what is going on. I hope you had a good weekend and a good start to your week. And since we're almost at the middle of the month, it is actually insane how time flies. Soon enough, 2023 will be in the rearview mirror. But towards the middle of the month, we always talk about a monthly update. So let's go ahead and talk about diesel prices and how they changed the most and least expensive states when it comes to diesel, the general market, and how it changed on a daily basis over the past month. And finally, we will compare and contrast the market over the past five years. So let's chat about it. All right, starting with diesel prices. According to AAA, diesel prices in the month of September have reached an average of $4.48 per gallon, and this is 17 cents up from August and 64 cents up since July when diesel prices were still on their way down. What a good time. Now, AAA has always shown a lower average than Sonar, and according to the Sonar diesel truck stop actual price per gallon, the average is actually at $4.50 per gallon, so two cents more than what AAA shows. And this is inching closer and closer every day to that 52-week high of $5.43 per gallon. The only good news I can share when it comes to diesel is that the rate at which it is increasing, and yes, it is still increasing, that rate at which it hasn't been increasing has slowed down because from around July 24th until August 14th, there was a sharp increase. And since then, it has been slower. Now, of course, diesel should be a point of concern for all of us carriers because this means that our expenses are increasing. And if you guys haven't realized, maybe you have been lucky, I haven't seen this, but we're not seeing much of a fuel surcharge from brokers and shippers to counteract this increasing expense. And the result is simple. The bottom line is slowly dwindling away. Now, what about the most expensive places to refuel, or in other words, places to avoid, like the plague? If we look at the price at the pump, California is the most expensive state at $6.10 per gallon. It's absolutely ridiculous, but California has always been around a dollar more expensive per gallon than the rest of the states. Washington is the second at $5.65 per gallon, followed by Oregon, $5.19 per gallon, Nevada, $5.10 per gallon, and finally Utah at $4.99 per gallon. Now, in order to understand the real price per gallon, we also have to consider the IFTA taxes in each state. So for example, California is at $6.10 per gallon at the pump, but the IFTA is 89.3 cents per gallon. So the real price is $5.20 per gallon in Cali. Now, if we look at the real price per gallon, California is still the most expensive at $5.20, followed by Oregon at $5.19, where there is no IFTA tax, then Washington $5.15, Nevada $4.83, and Utah $4.64. So what can we conclude from this? Well, stay away from the West Coast if you want to save on fuel. Next, we have the cheapest states when it comes to diesel. Starting with the price at the pump, the cheapest is Mississippi at $3.98 per gallon, 
followed by Texas at $4 per gallon, Louisiana at $4.01 per gallon, Missouri at $4.10 per gallon, and Oklahoma at $4.12 per gallon. Now, if we look at the real price, including that IFTA tax, nothing really changes in terms of order from cheapest to most expensive. Mississippi's real price is $3.80, Texas is $3.81, Louisiana also $3.81, Missouri $3.85, and Oklahoma $3.93 per gallon. Southern states are still the best places to refuel if you want to save. And of course, don't forget that fuel card. Some of you have asked what fuel card I use, and I use RTS, which gives us up to 25 cents per gallon off in some places and works in the tiny refueling stations, which is awesome. If you're interested, there is a link down below my YouTube video on the same topic. Okay, now the market. Now, who is tired of talking about rejections and volumes? Raise your hand. P.S. My hand is raised, but I know that some community members think that this is becoming boring, but even though the data is boring, I can't disagree, it does change on a daily basis and tells us a story that helps us prepare in the best way we know how. So if we look month over month, we can see that the white line, which you cannot see, but it's a chart that you can download on my YouTube channel. Tender rejections have actually increased by 21% month over month since August 11th. This is always a welcome sign. However, pay attention and you will see that since September, that tender rejection rate has been slipping. Volumes, on the other hand, have decreased by 10% month over month, and this is because of Labor Day. When there is a holiday, volumes fall off a cliff every single time and take some time to recover, so nothing to panic about here. It's following the normal pattern. If we look at more specific data on rejections, we can actually see that flatbed rejection rates have increased by 8% month over month, drive-in rejections have increased by 13% month over month, and reefers had the biggest increase of 61% month over month, although there was a significant drop from Labor Day, September 4th, until now. Again, this is normal. Rejections do tend to increase right before a holiday and then drop down after the holiday has passed. Now again, I know what the community members are saying because I read every comment and I know that on this podcast you guys are not able to comment, but I'm sure you have the same feeling for the most part. People are getting discouraged by the fact that the market is stagnant. So on my YouTube channel, on this video, on this topic, you can actually see a video of how the outbound volume and rejections have changed every single day since August 11th until September 9th. So something that we see on that video is that more action is happening in the Midwest and towards the East than in the Plain States or the West Coast over the past month. It seems like the West Coast, for the most part, has really become pretty motionless. But something I have never really asked you guys to pay attention to, in the videos at least, is to the numbers at the bottom of those charts that showed the highs and lows when it comes to volumes and rejections on the daily maps. So what I did was I made a graph showing volumes and rejection highs from August 11th until September 10th. So let me describe it to you. When it comes to rejections, the highs over the past month have been ranging from around 
13% all the way to 28%. And leading up to Labor Day, rejections were making leaps up, which again, I will repeat, is normal. The day after, the rejections crashed because everyone came back into the market looking for freight, and for the past three days, they have been more or less stable in the general market. Volume-wise, they have been pretty consistent, and the index was ranging between 418 to 430, but as soon as Labor Day hit, volumes dropped to around 365 and stayed low from the 4th until the 6th. Since then, the volumes have been recovering on the general market as it should be. Remember guys, the trucking industry is cyclical and seasonal and is affected by one day holidays in a big way. So finally, let's take a look at how the market has changed over the past five years. And for this, we will be looking at the maps showing us volumes and rejections for the month of September, actually September 11th, for each year from 2018 to 2023. In 2018, the Midwest was active, good volumes, good rejection levels, and the good markets were close together, which means that if you ended up in the Midwest, you didn't have to deadhead much to find a good load. You were set. September 2019 or September 11, 2019 died down a bit. While the Midwest was still the place to be relatively, the rejections were interesting only in states like Iowa, Missouri, Minnesota, Nebraska, not so much in places like Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, and so on. So the market kind of shifted a bit more towards the middle of the US. September 11th, 2020, while the Midwest, South, and even the Northeast were good areas to be in. Basically in September, 2020, the only way you could go wrong is if you sent your truck to Montana, Wyoming, New Mexico, or Florida. Other than that, there was something to choose everywhere. September 2021, dream market for carriers. Everything east from Nebraska, Dallas, Kansas, and North Dakota was amazing, maybe with the exception of Florida. California, Idaho, and Pendleton, Oregon were also interesting. In 2022, the market started dying down, volume started visibly decreasing, the east coast and west coast cooled, although the Midwest remained more or less strong. And then we have 2023. Midwest is still relatively better than the rest of the market for the most part, but the markets with better rejections are tiny and often spread apart, which means more deadheading. But one thing I have noticed that in the past five years, Idaho and Pendleton, Oregon have seen the biggest rejection levels in 2023, which is interesting. So if we take a look at some numbers when it comes to volumes and rejection highs of every year on September 11th, we can see both in terms of volume and rejection, September of 2020 was on first place where volumes reached 614 and rejections reached 55.54%. Half of the loads were getting rejected. 2021 was the second when it comes to volume at 577. 2019, third place, 520. 2018, fourth place at 465.9. 2022, fifth place at 441. And finally, on the sixth and last place is this year where volumes reached up to 399.38. 
Rejection wise, we already know that 2020 was the highest at up to 55.54% rejection when it comes to September 11th of the year. 2018 was up to 48.68% rejection, 2021 up to 40.63% rejection, 2019 32.5%, 2022 20.16%, and on the sixth place is us September 11th, 2023, where we reach up to 15.95%. It sounds ridiculous because it's so low compared to prior years. So unfortunately, just like the prior two months, 2023 finishes last when it comes to both volumes and rejections. And that is why we are seeing the market in all of its annoying glory at the moment. In my experience, September and October have always been kind of blah months. Nothing really happened. The market was pretty stagnant. And then towards the start of November is when you could actually feel a strong push forward. Again, I'll remind you that while there is a cycle to the market and while there is seasonality, we are currently living through a black swan event that occurred due to another black swan event, COVID. So while we can comfortably look at the market to determine what is currently happening, we cannot look at the market and predict what will happen considering the current craziness. So I will repeat myself. Keep taking it one day at a time, celebrate those good days, and don't let the bad ones bring you down. Even a black swan event will come to an end and stability will eventually follow. Keep on fighting and I will catch you in the next podcast.